What's up, crew? It is time for another CloverTac podcast studio. This one being episode 145. And of course, the matter of record here, we're talking about May the 6th, 2021. If I can get the echo to stop here, we'll be doing really well. Uh, welcome, welcome. First of all, with everybody that is in replay, because it takes a little while for notifications to go out, of course, and all that good stuff. Uh, remember that if you are watching, listening, whatever, in replay, uh, you could participate as always down in the comments below. Uh, this particular podcast, the studio, uh, is where we talk nerdy, of course, about being a creator, uh, things that you can do online. Uh, and it's an attempt to help other folks get started. Uh, we've got a great community uh, online of folks that, you know, whether they're uh, operating on YouTube, Instagram, the audio podcast world, whatever it be. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with kicking on that camera, kicking on that microphone and letting your voice be heard. Uh, this is the day and age in which to do so. And we have plenty of tech at our disposal to get that, uh, to get that job done. So that's typically what we talk about here on the studio. Uh, a couple of things that you may notice. And that is of course, uh, big thanks to, uh, the YouTube channel members, the Patreon patrons, as well as uh, those folks that super chat. You may notice that the uh, duck here, the stream yard has been upgraded. We had to do that during our coverage of the uh, Texas Senate uh, debates or whatever. Uh, yesterday, uh, the free version of the duck here only allows us. So we're going to talk a little more about the duck and the stream yard software, but the free version only allows us so many hours. And with all of those long live streams over the past couple of weeks, we've done, we run out of time. So thanks to all the folks that help support the channel. Uh, you make it possible to do those upgrades, uh, when they're of course necessary. So, uh, as people file in live, and for those in replay, I'll say this, that if you do have questions about being a creator, about social media, about these different platforms, if you're curious about the inner workings and the ins and outs and what all you can and cannot do and best practices and things like that, throw those out there in the chat. We'll try to uh, address those nerd questions as we're moving forward. Trying to think if there's anything else that we need to cover. Hmm. Not necessarily. So we'll jump in, invite our panel uh, into this, and we'll get started tonight uh, on the topic of essentially, you know, the basics of how to live stream uh, and podcast. Podcasting is, uh, we'll get into that a little more later on, but is uh, if you're already live streaming, podcast is just an obvious evolution from there. Fairly easy to uh, to do. As we talk about software and hardware and other things, Hit me up, clovertech at gmail.com. Uh, I can get you some links and uh, a little more uh, information on that because YouTube gets kind of iffy when we start putting links to products and software and different things down in the description below. We certainly don't want these streams deleted or penalized in any way. And uh, we're always here to help. So uh, with that, bring the uh, panel in here and hopefully we can get started. Uh, the rogue Banshee in the house with us. What's up, bro? Not much, man. You know, this is a very special episode for me uh, for more than one reason. But the biggest reason is, is that you guys have been putting up with me for a year on this show now. Nice. And uh, just want to thank you for the, the past year of having me on. Uh, and you have. You've been a, a fairly regular staple on the panel. Uh, and if you're out there, uh, I do. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Rogue. I really am. Because if uh, you're out there and you 
are online, you're creating content, you're doing things, and you want to be a part of the panel here and talk about the behind the scenes and how we do it and, and the ins and outs, uh, you're more than welcome to get added to the invite list. It's not a, a commitment where if you get on that list, you have to show up every week. Uh, you can show up whenever you're uh, available, but you will get the invite every week. So, uh, yeah, again, shoot me that email, uh, clovertech at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let me know you want to get in on the, uh, so you want to get on the studio on the nerd chat, right? Um, G23 in the house with us. What's up, bro? Yeah. Thank you for the invite and, uh, glad to be here. You bet. Thanks for joining us. And then, uh, another long time panel member as well, uh, is ghost tactical. Hey man. Well, I don't know how I got here. I thought this was like some St. Patrick's Day chat, but I mean, I'm here, so I'll stick around. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> not quite, not quite, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's jump into this. I mean, I broke it down for the panelists here, kind of told them. We're going to talk about three uh, different aspects of this topic. We're going to talk about the why first, because I think that's important. Why would you live stream? Why would you create a podcast? Um and you may be out there, you may be listening, and you may have never thought about why or even thought about doing it. So if we give you some of these whys, maybe that inspires you to uh, take up the mantle and run with it. Uh, they were going to talk about software. Uh, there are some different pieces of software out there that both you can that are free, that you can pay for, so forth and so on, that um, you know, are going to be kind of critical in, uh, in doing it. And then we're going to talk about the equipment that's required. Uh, and we're going to talk about all facets. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, the, the doing it on the cheap versus, you know, doing it uh, professionally. There's all kinds of uh, things out there. Sky's the limit, right? Uh, and it's up to you and whatever you want to spend. I can tell you this right now, spoiler alert, uh, on my end here on the channel, I'm very frugal. And I tend to do things as cheaply as I possibly can can so if you think hey his mic sounds pretty good well just know that it's not a four or five hundred dollar thousand dollar microphone or anything like that um so yeah let's kick it off with the why um and i'm gonna let i'm gonna let ghost lead off with the why so as far as this i mean we can address this from a couple of standpoints i want to kind of address it of, of why we started you know why we live stream and why we do podcasts and then also uh, from other perspectives as well as the why others might want to, and uh, I'll let you I'll let you lead off with that ghost. Yeah, as far as why, I mean, I think I started. I did my first live stream maybe a couple weeks after I started my channel, and I was watching live streams before, and I thought, that, oh, that's kind of fun, where you know, you can ask questions and interact, and and I wanted that side of it to where for me, it comes down to truly having a conversation, but having that live interaction with people that are watching, they have questions or whatever. But I think it also, when, when you're watching produced videos, you know, some people are really good about letting their kind of personalities come out in their produced videos, but some aren't, but with a live stream, you're really going to see, especially if you go on for an hour or two or whatever, you're going to see personalities and, and all that. And I think that that's, that's kind of the cool thing is it's more intimate where they can ask questions, but they're going to get to know who you are. And I think that that's really important as a creator is, is to kind of let that, you know, 
that wall down and, and let people in a little bit. And, and that's kind of, I think, where you start growing is once people get to know who you really are, that's the great thing. Um, and as far as podcasting, like you said, it was a little kind of a natural evolution. Um, I started taking it by taking my live stream and just putting it out on podcast form. But now I've got another different podcast that are pre-recorded and all of that. And, and I enjoy, I mean, I really do. Podcasting is so much fun. Um, because you get to talk about topics that you want and they're specific to whatever you want to talk about. And I think podcasting obviously has become a, a big part of, of media these days. I think a lot of people probably listen to podcasts, whether it's, you know, an actual podcast on iTunes or a live stream or something on YouTube, they're all considered podcasts to a certain extent, but uh, it's fun. Um, and you get to know the people um, and they get to know you a little more and the interaction between uh, the creator and, and the crowd and the, whatever the, the audience is really what it's all about to me. So that, that's really the why for me. Did I kill the stream? No, you're good. I uh, got on, got a little heavy on the mute button there. Unfortunately, Mike white is out there. He said, uh, I'm not a creator. So this might not be for me. Might be interesting just to listen. Um, and yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, if you kind of know what's going on behind the scenes, some people like that, right? The peak behind the curtain. Um, because I say this all the time, a lot of folks out there that are just the viewers and there's nothing wrong with that because you know, we we wouldn't be able to get in the algorithm and we wouldn't be able to get the exposure if we didn't get views, if it wasn't for the viewers out there. So we're super appreciative of those folks that are, that are simply viewers. That's, that's fine. Um, but you know, there's viewers that um, sometimes put creators, uh, whether it's a YouTuber or whatever it might be on a pedestal. Um, and one thing about this show is to, is to say, look, anybody could do this. Uh, don't be putting, I don't care if the person has 10 subs or, or 10 million subs, don't be putting that person on a, on a pedestal. Now, did the person with 10 million subs, did they put in a lot of work? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they've put in some work, right? But there's not like they've got a Brad Pitt face or an Angelina Jolie body or a, you, you pick the thing, right? Or the height of a LeBron James, the basketball skills of a LeBron James. Or there, There's nothing like that with these YouTubers that are out there. They're just folks that turned on a camera, right? And they started talking about stuff they enjoyed. They started talking about stuff that they could give insight into and things like that. Uh, and other people they glommed onto that and, and found that useful or helpful or valuable in, in some type of a way. Right. Um, so hopefully that kind of addresses uh, Mike's uh, Mike concern out there. And hopefully you stick around peek behind the curtain. That's fine. Going to bring G23 in on the why. So we're, we're asking a question, curious about a couple things. Uh, you know, why do you, you live stream particularly um, and, and, and or podcast and, what are some other reasons do you think that uh, that would be valuable for other people to do? Well, <clears throat> I got into live streaming and I was just kind of like my Mike just out in the chat, you know, asking a bunch of questions and everything. And then you guys were like, hey, turn your camera on. And so I decided, OK, I'll do that. And I, so I live stream more as interaction with people and uh, so that 
all the channel friends of mine can really get to know who I am and that I am just the average Joe. I'm going to screw up and I'm going to be real. There you go. That works too. X had a one out there. Uh, says uh, he just made a video of his baby Browning and posted it to the channel. So he used his old laptop and his phone. Uh, he says these 1 million plus sub people, uh, they use crews and high end equipment. Not all of them do, but you got to realize once you get to a certain level that, you know, your ad revenue is kicking in, you have all these channel sponsors you have, you know, there are many channels, even within our, our gun tuber niche that make no mistake. Uh, those dudes are making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars easily a month. So, you know, they can afford to bring in a crew and stuff like that. But there's also people that are, that are that big that are literally doing it on a cell phone and that's all they're doing it on. And I'm not talking about necessarily in the firearm niche, but uh, YouTube is a huge platform and, and social media in general is a, is a very large world. Right. And so there are people that are, that are doing that. So I think the point Adam's getting at is you can do this on the cheap, right. And uh, you could do that actually at all, at all levels. Uh, Going to bring, Rogue in, let you uh, let you kind of clean up here before I give my thoughts on the why. Why do you live stream uh, and or podcast and uh, what maybe are some reasons that uh, that you think others should give it a try? So I don't live cast or pods or uh, pod, live stream or podcast. However, when I started the channel, that was always going to be the future of the channel. Um, not that content's going away, but that is, uh, that's something that we're taking seriously now that I have my roots set on, uh, on the channel. But I've been a consumer of podcasts for years. I love listening to podcasts. Um, I like listening to them better than the, you know, the crap that's on the radio. Um, I mean, why do podcasts? Podcast is the new talk radio. Um, I mean, that's the talk radio for the next generation. You can find some great subjects and some great podcasters and learn a lot from it. And, uh, you know, that's why I will eventually have one. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a, that's a valid point. And I think you're right. Uh, I don't remember the exact stats, but over the last year or two. And of course, last year with all the lockdowns, people at home that obviously added to the roles, but the podcasting world, and I'll get into that with uh, kind of my explanation on why here in a second, the podcasting world is closely related to the live streaming world. Uh, a lot of people live stream their podcast, for example, but there's been a tremendous explosion in growth uh, over that, which is, is great to see. Um, you know, for me, a lot of you out there know that what I do is I will go, I will go do a live stream. And of course, if it's like the stuff that I've been doing lately, the really long hours and hours long, yeah, that doesn't go into podcast world. However, um, if I go for 30 minutes for an hour for something like that, then I'll take that and I will upload that to other platforms as a podcast. So it's two birds, one stone. You can go live this particular episode of the studio we're in is going to be that way we're here we're engaging live with all of you folks out there in the chat engaging with the folks on the panel uh, and then i'm able to take this 
usually it takes about 24 hours or so before I can, it's ready for me to download and, and uh, play around with. But then I can take this and I can upload this to uh, Podbean, which means it goes out to iHeartRadio. It goes out to uh, Spotify, to Stitcher, to SoundCloud, to Apple, to uh, to uh, Google, to all of the various podcast uh, platforms out there as well. So it broadens that reach. It broadens that audience and it gets your uh, it gets your word out. So that gets into uh, one of the reasons why for me, right, is this is a way that we can take our, our voice and we can amplify our voice, um, you know, because while it is valuable to be a participant in the out there in the chat, um, you know, it may come to the point to where, you know, you have a really solid message, right? You have a really solid presence and you want to go beyond just the text you know, form of communication in the chat and you really want to get your thoughts and ideas and uh, theories and that sort of stuff out there or whatever, again, you know, whatever subject that might be, you may be out there in this and we're all predominantly gun tubers, let's say in here, and I'm using air quotes for that, but you may be into cars or DIY or, you know, appliance repair or whatever it might be, um, you know, that you want to take and run with as far as live stream and podcasting. So there's really no, no end to it. I mean, again, if you think you can offer a uh, value to people, people will be appreciative of that. Then, um, you know, I say run, run with it. And that's, that's one of my whys. Um, the next why is it's, it's several here on the panel have already alluded to it is simply the engagement, but engagement on multiple levels, right? Because we've got the engagement with the live chat. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention this earlier, but we did upstream up, uh, upgrade the stream yard here, the duck. And one of the perks is we're live streaming to Facebook. Now, I don't know if anybody's over there watching. I think we, we've live streamed on Facebook a little bit in the past, uh, but it hasn't been a big deal. Um, so I'm able to see chats from the Facebook side. So uh, definitely chime in if you're on that Facebook side. Let us know you're you're out there. Uh, it's an option of the paid uh, version of the duck. And I used it because why not? Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, we're picking up. Mostly uh, we have a, a really strong YouTube presence as far as the live streams and the podcasts here. Not so much, at least yet on the uh, Facebook side. But it'd be interesting to know. With that said, uh, again, yes, it's that engagement with the live audience out there. Then you also get the engagement of, as I said, when we kick this podcast off, those folks that are listening in replay. This will go into the audio podcast world later on. And those people have a comment section below, just like you've got a comment section below uh, here on uh, YouTube where we're recording this. So you've got two different forms of engagement with that audience that's out there uh, listening. And then you've got that engagement with the folks in the panel. And We've had various people on the quote unquote live streams or podcasts on this channel from Stephen Williford to good Lord. We've had uh, Cody with Walter on numerous times, Mike, uh, two different mics, but Mike with Dylan Precision. If you're into reloading, you know who that is. We've got, uh, we've had Mike with Cimarron Arms and oh my God, the stories that dude can tell you about uh, Wild West, Old West firearms, your know, lever rifles and, and uh, uh, revolvers and stuff like that. Uh, amazing wealth of knowledge and has quite the collection, but he owns some on firearms, so he kind of has to, right? Uh, but yeah, the industry side of people to the advocates that we've had. We've had uh, so many from Tony Simon uh, on down the line to I've tried to even think of all the different ones. Uh, uh, Mike with Walk the Talk America uh, and various Second Amendment advocates on the podcast. So 
not just the uh, the panelists like we have here on the show like this, but the guests, right, that we bring in. The Monday night live stream uh, that I do, uh, I bring in just random people a lot of times on that. Uh, last week, we had somebody that testified in the uh, in the Senate hearings uh, here in Texas. Uh, Ghost has been on that one. Uh, you know, we I bring in creators, other creators every now and then to kind of help build questions and play around with stuff uh, with stuff on the uh, on the Monday show. But it is it's one of those things in this show in particular where uh, it can also help build the community. Right. So know that if you do decide, hey, I'm going to turn on that microphone, I'm going to turn on this, the camera and make videos, I'm going to turn on the microphone as well and, and record some podcasts or do some live streaming or whatever it might be. Realize that there is a, a community out here. There is a family. There is a support structure. There is, you know, don't think that, uh, like I said, get blinded by those channels with millions of subs that may or may not sit in you know, what is perceived as ivory towers, uh, the vast majority of folks that create uh, uh, on YouTube and across all social media platforms are just regular folks. And, you know, once you can ever make that, the hardest thing is making that connection, right? Just to be able to contact them. And that's why it's very easy uh, for me to, for you guys to contact me. Um, And it's just making that connection and saying, you know, hey, I want to run this by you or do this or, uh, or do that. So yeah, I guess that's it for uh, my explanation of why I was super, super long winded on that. Uh, So I've got a few things that uh, I'm going to, I think, lead off this next section, section of which we're going to talk about some of the software uh, that's used. And I think I'm going to lead this off because I am going to screen share here. And for all of my friends out there in the audio podcast world, I'll try to talk, um, specifically about some of the features and, and things that I'm showing on screen and specifically some of the uh, software. But let me bring up the screen share. And the first thing you're going to notice here, and my apologies, it's as big as this gets <laughs> for those that are watching. But uh, this is a program that's called called Voice Meter Banana. And Ghost will talk about this probably uh, a little more in depth than uh, than I'm going to now because Ghost is the one that turned me on to it. This is free, uh, and this is a software mixer program. So if you've been listening to the, uh, if you've been listening to any of the podcasts uh, recently, live streams recently we've done uh, with uh, Text Constitution Carry, this is the software I'm using that brings in the audio from that feed uh, and also mixes in my headset, my microphone, it's a mixer program, right? So if you're familiar with audio mixers, uh, you should be familiar with this program. It's just in a uh, digital form. Now, this has kind of a two-for-one punch in that let's take the live stream element of of what we're talking about and set that on the shelf and just talk about a produced podcast, right? Let's say you're, you want to record yourself and somebody else and you want to record the audio uh, and just do a pre-recorded audio podcast and upload that, right? Well, you see the little cassette tape area uh, on the screen here. You can actually hit a button on that, and you can record to your laptop, to your computer, whatever it might be, uh, and record straight from this program uh, and not even have to worry with any other piece of software. So uh, it's a uh, 
kind of an added bonus, I guess. Uh, if you wanted to do some voiceover work or something like that, you could use it as well. But you can see here that there's multiple channels for inputs and outputs. It looks a lot more complicated, honestly, than it is. If you do download Voice Meter Banana and you want to start playing around with it and maybe you're, you feel overwhelmed, uh, feel free to reach out to me. And again, I, I always put my uh, email out as, as much as possible. Um, it is clovertech at gmail.com. Uh, but I'm sure Ghost, who I'm fixing to bring in here in a sec, uh, I'm sure you know he's okay with you reaching out to him and, and asking some questions too. Uh, so yes, yeah, since we're talking about kind of the audio side of things here uh, as far as software in this voice meter banana, um, I'm going to bring Ghost in. And uh, yeah, tell us about your experiences with voice meter banana, some of the things you do. Yeah, I've been using voice meter for, I don't know, three, four years now. And um, for me, it was real simple. When I first started doing this stuff, I wanted to be able to do certain things, whether it was bringing in different sound effects or being able to uh, maybe bring in another um, screen share with audio or whatever. And at the time we were using, was it Google Hangouts? And you really couldn't do any of that stuff. It was, it was, it was a great way to get into a live stream, but you, it was really, really primitive when it came to what you could do with it. And I started looking at doing it and getting a mixer. And I was like, man, I don't, I had a, I had a laptop and how to, how to hook up a mixer into a laptop was, and then I found this software through just Google searching and I've been using it ever since. And what I like about it, is you can really customize how your voice output is. Uh, you could change settings up there in the top left, right above on the left side on his screen where it's red. That's his voice. Above that, you say like a, a red or orange square, or whatever it is. You can move that to make your sound, your distort your voice in many different ways if you're into that. Um, but it also allows you to bring in other people. That it brings in. Um, audio or videos outsourced from somewhere else. And obviously, like you said, it can also uh, record audio. The cool thing, which I don't know if you've mixed, figured it out yet or messed with it yet, Clover, is now that you've upgraded StreamYard, there is a service in StreamYard. Since you're a lot like me, when you record um, podcasts, I'll use, even though they're not going live, I, when I do a pre recorded podcast, I'll use StreamYard. Uh, to do that, but there is a thing in StreamYard where you don't have to go live anymore. You can straight up just record through StreamYard, and it'll put in audio and video files for you. So software is out there. Someone was asking about uh, how do I use my cell phone to be a webcam. I don't use it, but I know Clover does. There, There's a piece of software. That's the great thing about technology. There is literally, if you look hard enough and take the time, there's probably a piece of software that you could literally do anything you want to with that will make your podcast slash live streams better than ever. Uh, I've used OBS before. If you're into green screen, StreamYard does a green screen thing also. So like I said, um, a lot of these versions are free that you can use and offer these. So I would say if you're looking for a mixer and you don't want to go get a hardwired mixer and all of that, uh, voice meter is very, very easy. Uh, and like Clover said, if, if you want to contact me, my, my email is ghosttactical at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use Yahoo on that one. But, uh, yeah, contact me. I've been using it for a long time. And unless something strange happens, I don't see myself going away from it. Right. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to get a little deeper into some of the nuances of StreamYard. You can see it if you're uh, watching here. You can see it behind there. I have that screen shared as well. So we're going to create a uh, create a, a fake stream, basically that, and then, then uh, look around in some of the settings and kind of show off what the, the paid for version can do anyway. Uh, going to take this to G23. Uh, aside from StreamYard G23, because again, we're going to get into that here in a minute. Um, is there any other software that you utilize when uh, you're doing your live streams and your and your podcasting? I don't. Uh, <clears throat> I've thought about trying the uh, voice meter. Um, I just haven't. Um, I really need to look into it more and see if it will work with my Chromebook uh, laptop that I have. Right. Uh, and then bring it to Rogue. Now, you know, you said you don't do any uh, live streaming and podcasting per se, but uh, as far as the audio side, mixing, that sort of thing with uh, with software, do you do you go hardware, software, mixer, or all, all of the above or none of the above? So everything I have, so even though I don't do podcasts for my day job, I do presentations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've had to do voiceovers for um, PowerPoint presentations that they turn into videos and put on YouTube channels and stuff like that. Now, you guys are all PC users. I'm a Mac user. So voice meter banana doesn't exist on a Mac. But on a Mac, you have GarageBand, which is free from Apple. Mm -hmm. And that does all of your mixing just like uh, your voice meter banana and does your recording and things like that. So that's that's what I do for my you know pre-canned presentations. Awesome. So uh, yeah, with that, let's jump into. I'll get rid of uh, voice meter here because we've talked about that side of thing, and we'll go to uh, Streamyard. And I mean, this is what we're using uh, right now. Uh, and I do have the screen maximized, unfortunately. Um, but this is what we're using right now. You can see that uh, got the <laughs> this stream scheduled. So this is what we're in. But I could actually go through here. Let me show you how easy this is. And there, there's a free version of StreamYard. Uh, like I said, it's limited. It's got a lot of different limitations. Ghost is more familiar. He's been on the paid paid version much longer than I have. Um, and maybe he can help us out with some of the uh, uh, some of those features. But uh, the free version, the time that you're allowed. Uh, to stream with it each month is uh, is the biggest limitation, I think, because uh, I've been using it this whole time uh, otherwise. But, uh, yeah, you'll create a broadcast, and then from here, I mean, it wants a title. So we're going to go, uh, we're going to tell it uh, it's a fake stream, uh, and uh, we're going to say, uh, let's do test stream, because I don't want YouTube to get all huffy. Uh, now, you can only broadcast to one source. Notice here I've got two different sources at the very top. This is broadcast two. Uh, because this is a paid for version, I can go Facebook and YouTube, which we are doing uh, tonight. The free version, I, most people are just going to go YouTube with that, right? Uh, then you've got your title. You've got your description. Uh, just put something in there. Now you can set it uh, the privacy, whether it's uh, un public, unlisted, or private, right? And I'm just going to set this one unlisted. Then you've got an option where you can just go straight and and to create the broadcast and basically go live, or you can schedule it for later. I'm going to hit the schedule for later button on this, 
because I want to show you how you can hit the thing here and upload a thumbnail. I'm just going to pick a random thumbnail, does not matter, uh, and apply that. And so, bam, if you schedule it for later, you got the ability to go ahead and put your thumbnail in there, which is awesome. Uh, and then you set your, it doesn't really matter what we set the start time to, but set it for uh, tomorrow at some point. It's unlisted. Uh, and we've got you've got everything in here. You didn't even have to go to YouTube and mess around in the uh, back end in the creator studio on YouTube to do this. You can set it up all from right here. You can also delete it, modify it, change it, edit it all from right here uh, in StreamYard, all of the live streams uh, that you want to do. Uh, at that point, you'll create the broadcast. And when you do, it'll show up in the list here. Uh, you can see I've just got it set for YouTube. Uh, it's all there and now what i will do is i will enter the broadcast studio now i don't know if it will let me do this but it is so that's good uh so uh here i am but i'm actually in two different streams more or less at this point right it's not live but now i'm going to enter the broadcast studio i can see here that my microphone's working obviously i've got the cam off i've, I've had some cam problems and to the talk about a cheap camera or using your cell phone that's the next segment. We're going to talk about uh, the equipment and the gear. So uh, stick around. We will cover that. But for now, uh, like I said, we're ready to enter the broadcast studio here on the uh, the duck. That's what we all call it, or the stream yard. Once we've set everything up, uh, we'll enter. And here we go. And in the top right-hand corner, you've got your button to go live. It's kind of covered by the logo there, unfortunately. But uh top right hand corner for those that are in the uh, audio world um, you've got the option to view the comments coming in from uh, YouTube it puts them right here in StreamYard so technically you don't even have to go over to YouTube when you do your live streaming from uh, from StreamYard which is is interesting now you've got banners here and you can set up multiple banners you'll notice I have one scrolling at the bottom of the screen here uh, but you could have just a regular banner that uh, just says whatever i'm gonna pull this one up and uh notice it says they're talk nerdy uh, when i pulled that one up little banner uh also you've got scrolling banners which is what we've got on this stream so uh those do come with the uh free version i was able to use those uh with the uh free version now uh before we get too deep into all of the options over here uh mention one another big one is this private chat now when we're looking at the public chat up here uh, with all of you folks out there that are YouTube or on the Facebook side of things or whatever, and you guys chat, they're going to come across here. Well, let's say that there was somebody in this live stream that was on the panel and I want to send a message or say something to them. That's the function of this private chat. Again, also available uh, with that free version. Now, one of the things as I add uh, this and let's just do that and okay this is weird not quite working like I had uh, had planned unfortunately but uh, so what we've got here I put myself in the uh, in the stream and again this one's not live just kind of showing you how this works um, but here at the bottom you've got an option to share uh, and that's what uh, Ghost was talking about earlier you can share a screen right um, or you can share uh, a video and the option to share a video is unfortunately in the paid for version, but you've got your mic and camera controls all right here. 
case you need to set all of that up. Obviously, you've got a mute button. You've got the ability to turn your camera on and off through this. And you've got a little button here you can click that will give you uh, a link to invite people into the stream. Now, one thing about the free version as opposed to the paid version, you notice this little area at the bottom. And we call it the green room. And so what happens is if I was to give that link out and somebody was to get that link that maybe I did not want into the stream, it's all good because they can't go any further than this waiting area, than this green room until I put them into the stream. So if you'll notice here, I can hit remove and I can remove myself from the stream over there, right? And then I can add myself back to it. You can do the same thing. People come into that waiting area first. Now, the free version only supports six people in the stream. Uh, the paid for version supports 10 people in the stream. So uh, why on earth? Because it looks really goofy when there's 10 people. Uh, if you've got OCD, then it is, uh, it's really weird because they don't line up on the screen properly. I think they should have made that 12 instead of 10, but oh well. Uh, but yeah, that is the difference between the paid for version and the um and the free version so with that i think i'm gonna bring ghost in because i'm not terribly familiar with like i said this being new for me uh i'm not terribly familiar with the uh, other options from free to um to paid for so ghost take it away on the duck on Streamyard. what are we uh, missing here yeah, so it, it, it really does help a lot with production. And, and they took into mind the podcast side of things. Um, so if you go over to brand, so if you're on the free version, you're going to get the duck logo and all of that stuff, and it's just a pain. With the paid version, if on the right-hand side, on below or banners, it says brand. And if you push the brand button, then basically you can then upload your own uh, logo like Clover has with his uh, buck mark and the Clover up there in the top right of the screen. You can do that. You can, um, you can actually do an overlay. And if you guys have watched my live stream on Tuesday nights, my overlay is the self-defense radio network that kind of goes up top. You see, so you create an overlay and, and you can have it there. More importantly with that, you can also do an intro or outro video or something like that. And uh, if you scroll down, it'll say, you know, add video or intro or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. But you can add, if you do have your own little, you know, video intro, you can start it. And when you push that button, the great thing about it, when you push that button, it mutes everyone, including yourself, mm -hmm. inside that live stream while that video is playing. Um, so that's a cool thing as well. There's a lot of things that you can utilize in that branding. You can do a 30 second countdown. Um, uh, you can do basically there's so many, it's, it's limitless what you can do on the branding side of things, um, with the paid version of StreamYard, And that's the really cool thing about it is, is you can be as professional looking as you want while being completely dumb. Like I am, I mean, th th that StreamYard makes me look. Like I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm just pushing buttons. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's super easy. And and I wanna um I wanna address something out there. I think it was Adam uh maybe that says uh so with the free uh, paid version you could stream to multiple platforms through OBS. So 
let's let's mention OBS because that's another way you can go. Uh, OBS is Open Broadcasting Software, I think. I Correct. Think, I think. Uh, and for for me, compared to StreamYard, and for most people, it is super super complicated. So, can you use the free version of StreamYard to bring multiple people multiple people into a panel, and then utilize OBS to do all kinds of crazy things, and then push that out to multiple platforms? Yes, you can. Is there a free version of OBS? Yes, there is. Uh, my problem with OBS, since we've since the duck has come on the scene here. Uh, is that OBS is like super complicated. Now, if you want to do super complicated things, then OBS, OBS may be the way to go, right? I'm not knocking anybody that uses OBS uh, at all. I think I think Budget Guns and Gear, I think, uses still uses OBS. Uh, but he shows his chat on the screen and does a lot of other cool things. Before I, I move on, do you want to comment any at all on OBS Ghost? Yeah, I used to use OBS, and, and it, it does work fine, but uh, it's a little um, how put this, finicky at times. It's a little glitchy at times. It is open software, open uh, source software. But one thing you also, and I don't know if you know this, but you can, on the paid version, you can go to multiple you know, different. So if, if you go YouTube and Facebook, you can add another one. And so, like, Tuesday night, I just realized that they added Periscope to it, which means you could go live on Twitter if you wanted to. But wherever Periscope, you can you hit the Periscope when you're setting it up. You say, I want to go to live, and you click on um, YouTube, Facebook, and there'll be a plus sign, and it'll, like, bring up Periscope. And, and Periscope has four or five different options that, that it will push it out to. So you can push it out to, you know, three or four different platforms with StreamYard. So, like I said, OBS is great, but StreamYard um, – Man, it has been a game changer for a lot of us. It's just—it's literally pushing buttons, and it's easy. It does everything for you. Now, while we're on the topic of Streamyard here, uh, yeah, Adam out there says, "Yeah, OBS is on another level, and you have to be good at it." Yeah, there's another one too. XSplit, I think XSplit uh, is another one that. Uh, I played around with once a time, once upon a time, along with OBS, and and it was it was it, it did a lot of things, but it was super complicated to to work right. Um, now Smeggy out there, the snowman, um, I don't have a lot of experience running Streamyard from the phone. I know I have. They're talking about running a live stream right from the phone. Now I've jumped into some live streams, and I'll say this: jumping into a live stream from a phone with Streamyard is finicky at best uh there's lots of people out there that have issues um i've had a few issues myself here and there overall i've had a fairly good experience with it uh but i know that a lot there's a lot of people that absolutely hate uh using Streamyard as a guest right coming in as a guest from the mobile um ghost do you have any experience running a uh running an actual Streamyard from your phone yeah, I have, and it works just fine. It, it is the same, whether it's a phone or a tablet. A tablet might be easier than a phone because it's a bigger screen, but it's the same layout. Um, it's the exact same layout mobile than it is on the desktop. So you can add guests in, in and out. You can um, do all everything that you can do right there on your desktop. You can see it. It's just a lot smaller on your phone. So if you're going to do it mobile and you have a tablet, I'd probably suggest running it on a tablet because it's just bigger. You can see things better and all of that. But, yeah, it runs just fine. 
Rogue, I'm going to let you jump in here now real quick before we go down to uh, G23. Uh, you got any questions about StreamYard or anything that we've talked about since you you know, haven't really live stream or podcast? Or have you used StreamYard in the work capacity you was talking about? No, I haven't used StreamYard in the work capacity, but in research for the channel to do podcasting, uh, I've been through StreamYard and have been playing with, you know, the the uh, the themes and things like that. And quite frankly, it's it's not a hard program to use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's only so many things you can do, and it pretty much walks you through what you want to do. Like when you're doing your banners, it gives you a couple of banners to, you know, the as a sample. But you click add, and it pretty much just walks you through. So it's a pretty simple program. Now, I have played with OBS, and, uh, you know, I've been in IT for over 23 years, and even that thing runs me in loops sometimes. Right. So um, if people are going to start off, I I would definitely start with StreamYard. And, uh, you know, you got so many other things that you're trying to figure out. Make this one easy. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the quote-unquote creator helpers uh, that I know really well is Roberto Blake. If you're out there, if you're another creator, you, you may know about him. He's, again, I'm using air quotes saying creator helper here. He's one of the guys that has a channel about how to run your channel and how to create content and you know how to be an entrepreneur in the online space and that sort of thing, right? And he uses StreamYard. He used to ha- he had like some some software that was like 800 bucks that he was using. He's literally using StreamYard now. So when we talk about how simple StreamYard is to set up and to use and to navigate, don't think it's crappy or it's inferior because I can promise you a dude like Roberto Blake, he's super into tech and all of that, would not be using StreamYard if it wasn't a good product and capable of doing a lot of things. Um, And I thought of one more option when we're talking about the live streaming and the podcasting podcasting in particular uh i thought about another piece of software i want to tell you guys about before we move on to the hardware before we jump into that though i want to go to g23 give us your thoughts g23 uh on um on Streamyard. so when i first started live streaming i went with Streamyard from the get-go um and i've only used the free version i haven't done the paid version so when you're sharing your screen, you can actually full screen your entire shared screen, and it will take all the guests off, um, even on the free version. I'm going to guess you can do it on the paid version also. Yeah, talk um, about if you go full screen. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then, yeah. so, like, when you share screen, on the audio side or on the free side um it'll ask you to bring up you know what tab you want and there's a little box at the very bottom that has uh the audio that you can click so it'll actually share the audio also um for even the um free version and I believe you can do like a couple of the overlays. I haven't played around with any of that on the free version, but yeah, with the paid version, you get a lot more, uh, a lot more options um, right. than you do 
with uh, the free. Well, uh, the big um, and, and the big thing I think going back to, to kind of what I opened with with Streamyard and the the problem I run into, I was quite happy with the free version. I didn't have a problem with the the function and the features and the options. What I had was I did a six-hour live stream and a 10-hour live stream and an eight-hour live stream. And guess what? You only get 20 hours a month on the free version. <laughs> and so I had to upgrade because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do this show or shows the rest of the month, unfortunately. Uh, so it was a time constraint. So depending on how long your live streams and or your podcast are going to be, uh, depending on how many you're going to do in a month, that sort of thing, it's going to determine whether or not you uh, can use the free version or you want the uh, want to go ahead and upgrade now uh, we didn't talk about cost on Streamyard. Uh, i'll go ahead and talk about that uh the month i did the monthly because i just upgraded for a month i don't know if i'm going to continue to pay it um because again i'm what we talked about when we kicked off this live stream when we talk about software when we talk about equipment when we talk about creating the content I'm a fairly frugal person. Yeah, when I get a million, two million, three million subs, I'm getting hundreds of thousands of views a day and all this other stuff and mad super chats and Patreons and everything else like some of these huge channels. Um, sure, I could hire somebody and sure, I can pay, you know, 25, 30 bucks, 100 bucks a month for this, that and the other to to uh, help the, the channel run a lot smoother. Uh, but I try to be really frugal with, especially with super chat money, Patreon, uh, YouTube channel members, the, the the money that you guys out there, the viewers, hardworking people are given to support the channel. I try to be as frugal as possible uh, and spend those in the best places. Therefore, if I can get away with the free version, I'm going to use the, the free version, right? Um, now, I mentioned a, a software we're talking about specifically recording a podcast. We're talking about just recording audio. Um, and I know Ghost has some experience with this. Uh, a couple of the other panel members might too. So I'll go to Ghost next on this one as well. Uh, it's called Zoom. Literally Zoom. Z-O-O-M. Um, and it's more like a teleconferencing software. Um, sadly, I don't have a way to, to pull that up, that or OBS, because I don't use that stuff anymore. Uh, but it's called Zoom. Now, one of the features I like about Zoom, it works similar to... Um, StreamYard here, except for the fact it does not broadcast out. You record. And so um, it records local, right? One of the features I like about Zoom. So if you're dealing with somebody that is technically inept, right? Um, so let's say and, and there are people that are that way. They just don't utilize these technologies and they they're, it's foreign and it's hard for them to work. Well, and, and this could apply to, again, multiple niches or topics or whatever, right? Then Zoom offers a function. It's a call-in number where they could literally, they don't have to get on a computer or they don't have to use the browser on their phone or an app or they don't have to do any of that. They could literally dial a number from their telephone and it calls in and connects that and then you're able to record the audio, uh, which... I find helpful. Mike Watt out there says he uses, they use Zoom for their uh, uh, work, their monthly staff meetings at work. So awesome. Yeah, I know last year, I know Zoom became really popular last year with uh, uh, with a lot that was going on, people working from home and other things. But I was using it for various purposes, as I said, even before that. It's, it's been around a while. It's a, a pretty stable piece of software. Uh, but yeah, a really good option if you're talking about an audio podcast uh, that you want to record. 
Uh, and you just want to make it easy easy for that guest, right? Or guests, plural. Uh, Ghost, you've got some experience with Zoom, so I'm going to bring you in. Uh, if you want to talk on Zoom, just a quick minute here. Yeah, I was using Zoom a few years ago um, to record podcasts. And what I like about it, yeah, the, the phone-in feature is great. Um, but the, the big thing that I really like about Zoom that isn't offered with a lot of other things is the free version, first of all. The free version, as long as you just have yourself and one guest, it's free and it's basically unlimited time. When you start adding more than one person, then you only have maybe half an hour or, or then you have to go pay for having three or more or whatever it is. But if it's just one-on-one, it's basically unlimited time, which is really, really cool. Um, but the biggest feature with Zoom that I love recording podcasts with is it records the audio. It will record the audio and video, but then you also have a third audio that is they record each person individually so if you're talking your volume is one level and your guest's volume is way low for some reason then in the post-production and you go into and editing your audio you can just take individually you can take that person's audio bump it up a little bit to where it's not one audio stream it's both of them yourself and your guest recorded on individual tracks which you can mess with the volumes and all of that separately, which is really, really nice. And Zoom, as far as I know, I haven't used a whole lot of software, but Zoom's the only one that I know that can record in separate tracks audio. So that was pretty cool. Uh, G23, going to let you jump in. You got any experience at all with Zoom? Um, I've been on a couple Zoom calls. I've never actually hosted over there. Um, but I do have a follow-up on the, um, yeah, the yard. So it's a newer function to the paid version, but like what ghost was talking about with zoom, um, you can actually do that with, uh, stream You can download the audio and you have the choice to download individual audio tracks of each individual guest or to download the entire audio track and then isolate. Nice. Um, Not that I've ever used. I've only had either the video or the audio, not the audio in separate tracks. And I've been using a paid version for a while. Unless that's brand new that I haven't used before. But it's in, I'm looking at it right now. It says individual audio tracks are on the professional plan. Okay. Yeah. So that's the high end of it. Yeah. So, uh, so it is available. It's just, yeah, you've got to, apparently from what I'm looking at here, you got to pay more to get it. So, um, let me bring, let me bring Ro, uh, Rogue in real quick, uh, to follow up on Zoom before I forget. And I've got a question about StreamYard. It's a feature I've seen several people use and we haven't talked about it tonight. So, uh, but Rogue on Zoom, have you used Zoom? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, since I'm a consultant, I just about live on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, recently we switched over off of zoom onto teams, Microsoft teams, which kind of does the same thing when you're doing your online meetings and you do the recordings. However, um, I don't think teams does the dual track like ghost was talking about with zoom. Um, cause sometimes we do our all hands meetings and they record them. And sometimes you just get that one person that talks too far away from the mic or just has a soft voice. And you can do some post-production and, and, 
you know, bump their voice up so people can hear it. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Zoom's a good thing. I've, I've had people host free Zoom meetings and uh, yeah, the, the free ones you're, you're limited to, I think a half hour. Um, but yeah, just, uh, yeah, if you need something really quick and you're just, you just want something that's pretty easy to use, Zoom's pretty easy to use. Mm-hmm. With um, 45 ACP, who often is in the uh, in the lives on the panel tonight. I don't know why he is, but what's up, Papa? He says the big issue with some of these programs is the programmers sometimes have a hard time making them easy to use for non-programmers, uh, easy for them, but not the general public. And, and I think StreamYard, the duck here, has done a really good job of finding that uh, finding that ground, finding that that happy medium. Uh, Ghost, quick follow up. So apparently you have inspired Smeggy because I just got a notification that Smeggy is live using the duck. So nice. I think he's playing around with the duck right now. Not So it's a bad thing. He left your stream to be he's selfish and start his own thing. But Smeggy is live on YouTube right now trying out the duck. So that's pretty cool. Well, he's also out there in the chat. So he's doing well, good. Both. He's nice. multitasking, apparently. I, I didn't think that Snowman had that big of a brain capacity. <laughs> so I've seen some people. Um, and again, I just upgraded the the duck here yesterday, uh, about halfway through the live stream, which was awesome that I could actually do the upgrade while I was live streaming. Right. But um there are people that do a um, that there's like a random generator, like a drawing generator thing or something. Uh, open up the panel to either of you three. Have you played with that feature? Do you even know where it's at in here? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, so, do tell. <laughs> um, I used it actually on my Saturday, uh, last Saturday podcast. Uh huh. So. When you go to StreamYard, just in the regular, at your, um, like when you're setting up your broadcast or anything. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Instead of it, instead of it saying um, broadcast at the top, mm-hmm. type in uh, StreamYard.com slash giveaway. Oh, okay. So it's like a, so we go in here. StreamYard.com slash giveaway. And then now oh. you pick which, which oh. one you want to do. Okay, so and we so can do can... this with everybody out there. All right. Yep. And you can do and a hashtag. Let's do talk nerdy. Whatever you want. Oh, here, here it is, folks. Do this. Let's play around with this feature. I've got uh, hashtag. I'm going to do hashtag talk nerdy. Type that out. Th- no, let's do hashtag 81%. Or just 81. Hashtag 81 Let's go hashtag so, 81, put that out now, there, and we're going to see if this works. Hang on a minute. Before anyone before anyone types out there, yeah, you have to hit, start hit the collect data before. Right. So now, you, now it's collecting all the people that are out there typing hashtag 81. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, hashtag 81, and we're just going to play with this because I haven't run this feature yet, so this is kind of neat. I think two live new entered twice, but that's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna type end in the chat because we're not gonna sit here all night on this. <laughs> we got ten entries, so now we just hit draw. I, I suppose. Here we go. If it's, and if it's the exact if it's the exact same way that they run it on their uh, Sunday shows, 
it doesn't matter how many times each person types that out it only counts as one per person okay so it filters new uh multiples that's nice so there we go says the winner is 45 acp that's to why he wasn't in the panel because he wanted to win he wanted to win that's what it was totally <laughs> so that's cool thanks for that because i had no idea you had to go to a different uh, i like to build a shortcut in or something for that i'm definitely so, going to start using that now depending upon how the host wants to do it mm -hmm. the panelists can actually join in too if they can type into the chat now ah, if you're on your gotcha. cell phone you cannot do it because you can't comment into the you know, regular chat. You can only do it into the private chat. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, that's what I wanted to know. That is uh, good. See, not only do I host this, but occasionally I learn something myself on this. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. Let's jump into, I guess now, since we've covered all that, there's been some folks out there wondering about um, equipment. And so we're going to jump down, uh, jump down that rabbit hole on equipment. Uh, I'll hold my thoughts and suggestions and ideas till the end. Uh, we'll lead off equipment with uh, Rogue Banshee. So you obviously you do this type of thing, uh, similar live stream podcast. It's basically a teleconference. Uh, I think most people out there have sort of figured that out by now. Um, so whether it's work related or whatever. Um, what equipment would you recommend? What, you know, on the low end of the spectrum, high end of the spectrum, I'm just going to turn you loose on the topic of, uh, live streaming and podcasting equipment. Lay it on. I'll tell you, if you're just starting off, go simple. Uh, if you have a laptop, there's a camera built into the laptop. Most of these cameras in laptops these days are pretty darn good. Um, for me, my work gives me a, a, a pretty decent webcam. Um, but, uh, you know, you can go cheap or expensive uh, if you're just starting. Um, you know, I'm just like you. I, I try to start off cheap and see what works and then, you know, upgrade as I, as I have money available. But, um, you know, it, it's the same advice I would give if you're starting a channel. Use what you've got. If you have it, use it, play with it, learn. And then start upgrading incrementally as you go along. Yeah, I mean, I I would agree with that. Um, G twenty three, give us. You got any specifics or advice? So I run probably like the ultra cheap. You could probably even go. I have a Chromebook that I use as the as the laptop. And I'm running a simple, it's like $30 set of Logitech headset with a boom mic that's uh, corded into a USB cord is all is what I've been using. Um, I will upgrade it at some point, but right now that's just where I'm at. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, folks out there need to know that they can... Uh... They can they can get going cheap. Uh, yeah, here in a second when I jump in, 
you may laugh because I went back and forth. <laughs> Expensive stuff, cheap stuff, back and forth. Uh, Ghost, jump in here on the equipment side of things. This may be the easiest conversation, honestly, with the equipment side of things because bottom line is you can do it with pretty much just your cell phone. You don't even need anything else. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, give us some, some thoughts on, on equipment overall. I mean, I, I've started out using a laptop with the webcam on the laptop with no microphone, just the built-in microphone on the laptop when I very first started out doing live streams. Uh, then I went to getting some just basically cell phone earbuds, plugging that into the headphone jack on the laptop because it's a little bit clearer. Uh, then I went, uh, I upgraded to a uh, black web gamer headset that I had lying around, plugged it into the laptop, and they had a little bit better audio. And then I've gone to a couple different of the uh, Yeti, the blue Yeti uh, microphones, which I love, about $100. They're great. They give you really quality, great sound for $100. But honestly, I've gone back because people have said that my audio is better with the Black Web. I got at Walmart, like $25 gamer headset. It's called Black Web um, headset. And I use that now. And like I said, it, it really it doesn't matter. I would say that I I would say that the best thing you can probably do is at the minimum go with some earbuds that have a microphone on it because it will be a little better quality if you than just using your phone's microphone or your laptops or your uh, what do you call it? Some of the um, I, I use a Logitech um, webcam and it has a microphone on there but it sounds like you're in a cave sometimes and it's it sounds kind of weird but if you have any kind of either bluetooth or wired headphones that have a microphone it's it's much much better than just going open with a normal microphone now what i will say about webcams is this if you're doing live streams most softwares um especially like Streamyard and all that I think with the professional end of streaming, you can go 1080p, but most streaming services uh, go through YouTube at 720p. So you can go get a 720p webcam for right now, probably little bit nothing, like 20, 25 bucks. You don't necessarily need to have a 1080p. Now, I have a 1080p webcam because I also use it for other things, not just doing streams. But if you're doing, you know, going to use it just for streams, just go the 720p camera because that's really all most softwares are going to be able to stream to YouTube with is 720p anyway. So, um, you know, usually pay double or so, you know, maybe 40 or 50 bucks for a 1080p camera and much more for a 4K. But StreamYard for the free version especially is only going to submit to YouTube in 720p. So that's something to think about as well. Yep. Good stuff. Um, yeah, for me, I've jumped... I've jumped backwards and forwards. Uh, you know, obviously, we're talking about cameras. Hit on that first. Um, nobody here's got a camera on. Why? Because everybody that's on this panel knows that this primarily we we record it live here for the interaction and the, and the awesome live audience and, and the questions you guys put out and everything else. But at the end of the day, as I said earlier, the audio of this gets put over into the audio podcast world, so nobody sees the screen anyway. Right. So it kind of depends on what you're going to do is where you even need a cam. Um, when we're talking microphone uh, or when we're talking camera, I'm sorry, I'll get to microphones in a second. Uh, the camera on your phone is way more than sufficient, way more than sufficient. And honestly, that's whether you're 
doing this type of stuff, podcasting, whatever, or you're, you're filming video, right. To put produce content up. Um, there's many, many people that that's all they do uh, is their cell phone. Now, when I first started, yes, I had a, a probably a, a 40 or $50 Logitech. Logitech is just about the only way to go. If you're going to go with a webcam, honestly. Um, and it was a 720p. Uh, I eventually upgraded to a 1080p. Uh, and I did that more for uh, the the camera sensor. A lot of people don't realize this, that e- even though a camera may be 720p, 1080p, whatever, all cameras are not created equal, right? Megapixels and all this other stuff. You really need to do a little bit of homework, depending on your lighting conditions and, the, and a lot of other things. Um to make sure that the camera sensor is going to work well for, for picking up light. So I didn't know this, uh, but I picked up the 1080p cam and it was just a much better picture than that, that 720 cam. Now the 720 cam died on me. Uh, that's why I picked up a, a, a new one. But anyway, it was a Logitech. It was a 1080p. I forget the model now, but it was well under a hundred bucks. Um, and the picture on it was, was better, even though it was only streaming in, um, the 720p, but the lighting and the, the clarity and the, maybe the focus is what I'm getting at, right? Was all a little better. Now that camera died on me. And this was sometime last year uh, when we were in full force with the cough cough. Um, and because everybody was working at home, the webcam market dried up. So the same camera that I was using that was less than a hundred bucks, they had them on eBay for like $400, right? guys and people taking advantage and i was like holy crap what am i gonna do uh, so ever since then uh, i've actually found somebody asked out there in the chat so here it is over an hour later uh, but uh, i've got cell phones uh, i've got several iphone um, 5s phones uh used to use uh, iphone I, I use android now but uh the cameras on them are still pretty amazing cameras considering that it's it's such an old phone by today's standards with phones right so um i found some software called epocam and that's uh emu porcupine ostrich cam epo epo cam um and you got to get the paid for version in order to get the resolutions and some of the other setting options, right. That you kind of need, but, um, I've been running it ever since. And I swear to you that it is a better picture handles the lighting better, the focus and everything else than any of the other webcams I've ever had. Right. Um, so if you've got an old cell phone sending around, do not discount it as far as, uh, using that as your webcam with a piece of software like the EPO cam and that app, to buy the app, the paid for version, there is a free version of that. Again, EPO cam, uh, Ippo cam. Um, it was like 10 bucks, maybe if that, and it may have only been five bucks. It wasn't super expensive. Uh, and it works great. Now for the audio side of things, when I started out, I was using a, um, uh, dang it. What is the brand? I don't even remember the brand name. Um, Audio Technica. I was using an Audio Technica microphone, and this was like a studio microphone, like literally you see on a church stage or a concert stage or something, right? Um, corded microphone uh, is what I was using, uh, and as long as I was up close to it and all that, I mean, it worked great. It it, it filtered out a lot of noise because you had to be fairly close for it to pick up. It was kind of designed for people singing into it, right? Um, but it was in front of my face, 
So you, you it blocked. If you go back and watch any of the really old podcasts, you'll see that. You don't see the bottom half of my face at all. Um, other than that, it, it worked really well. Uh, from there, I upgraded to uh, uh, a Sennheiser. It was a, I think a PC8L or something headset, right? The headphones with the, uh, and I was just using the cheap set of headphones, by the way, uh, when I was using that microphone, the, I call it the church mic, right? Um, then I upgraded to a Sennheiser. I think it was PC8L and it was more of a telecom telephone, you know, telecom style headset uh, with a boom mic. And I noticed it, it did really good at eliminating noise. Uh, like in the room behind me, ambient noise, right? And sounded pretty decent. And I think I gave maybe 30 or 40 bucks for that. When I bought that, they were already, they had already been discontinued. I didn't know that at the time. And so, um, but bought it, it and it done great. And I wanted something. The only problem I had with that and why I upgraded from the headset I was using until now is that. It was severely uncomfortable because it was like a telecom headset. It had the really small headphone things that don't cover your ears. It was not like an over-the-ear unit. And so it put pressure on my ears. And if I stayed online very long or stayed live very long or that sort of thing, it would give me a headache. It would make it would make my ears hurt, which would eventually give me a headache. Uh, but I was sold on the Sennheiser brand. And so the one I'm talking on now is a Sennheiser. It's either a 350 GSP or a GSP 350. I don't know if the letters are, I may have the letters or numbers backwards, but 350 GSP or GSP 350, uh, which is a USB microphone. By the way, the Sennheiser uh, PC8L um, was uh, also a, a USB uh, headset. But this one is phenomenal. I absolutely love it. Hopefully, I mean, you, you can tell the quality. You can hear me well and all that kind of stuff. But what's amazing is, and it was the same way even with that cheaper um, telecom unit from Sennheiser. I kid you not, I am two arms length probably, maybe a little more. I'm going to say seven foot, six to seven foot from an, a window AC unit right now. And I don't know if you can hear it or not when I'm quiet. But um, I know in replays, I don't I don't hear it. And maybe I'm just so used to hearing it. I filter it out. My brain filters it out. I don't know. Uh, but nobody's ever complained. Um, I like a headset as opposed to having a headset and then a regular microphone. And for me, it's just convenience. Because one thing I can do with this headset, with this uh, 350 GSP, is I can lift the boom up and it'll automatically mute me. So I don't have to fish around for a mute button. Um, and you could tell a couple times on this stream, I was kind of slow getting back on the draw, so to speak. <laughs> and that's because I had lifted my headset. Um, and whenever it was time for me to talk, I was inadvertently hunting for a mute button and then realized I wasn't muted through the software. My boom was up, right? And I had to pull it down. Um, there's another reason that I like, uh, a headset as well. And that's because headset units and Ghost brought it up earlier. By the way, Ghost had to uh, had to jump, so we'll make sure we'll give him uh, some plugs and all that uh, before we leave. But Ghost had mentioned it earlier about earbuds with a microphone. That's a really cheap option too. 
one thing I would look for, and one thing when you're talking about using the cell phone and having earbuds with uh, uh, the little lapel mic, the little built-in mic thing, uh, most of your cell phone style accessories have some type of noise canceling. Uh, and I think the noise canceling aspect uh, is very handy when you're doing podcasting for the reason of that ambient noise. Um, now, if you've got a studio set up, you're in a fairly quiet place. You don't have, it's not a situation where you've got a refrigerator running uh, across the room or, you know, something like that, right? That can pick up noise or even pick up interference. Um, I think that look into that if you're looking into it. And, and you can get that even with earbuds, like corded earbuds, uh, cheap corded earbuds have some type of noise canceling built in and cell phones even have that uh, built in nowadays. Right. So um, that's my tips. I think, I think that's all of it. As far as equipment, the, uh, the audio and the microphone goes, if you're talking about a computer good enough uh, to record audio and handle audio, man, I've done it on some really, really crappy laptops. So um, when you start getting into video, uh, it gets a little bit, uh, well, actually can, can get a lot more uh, intense when it comes to the resources on that, uh, on that computer or that, uh, or that laptop. But as far as recording audio, again, uh, you can get by pretty quick and even audio video nowadays, uh, the phone will do it as far as being able to capture all of that processes and then push that out to, to various platforms, uh, if need be. So, uh, we've got, uh, a couple things out there. Uh, the tool man, Mr. Tim Allen, I think he got a question. Uh, Calaveras does make a good point though. I'll, I'll echo it. He said wired headphone with mic also helps reduce echo, uh, from your PC and speakers. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of wired, uh, simply because I live stream record podcasts entirely too much. That's why this one is USB and corded. Uh, the rechargeable stuff or, or some wireless stuff, man, having to, to keep those charged and everything. Uh, and I learned that back once upon a time, long, long ago, uh, I did game on PC and I had a set of headphones at the time. This was really before we did much with audio, uh, in the, in the gaming world. And, uh, but anyway, had a set of headphones so we could, you know, you, you could hear the game. You didn't bother anybody else and that sort of thing. Right. Uh, and I had a set of wireless headphones and man, when you play a game for four, five, six, seven, eight hours straight, I mean, they were going to run down inevitably. Uh, and it sucked because you had, what do you do Buy two pair? So when one, one's charging, you can use the other. Uh, so there, there's several reasons, uh, that I like the idea of, of wired stuff myself. Uh, but to Tim's question, the tool man out there, he does anyone here have any experience with cheap, uh, set for phones they sell at Walmart with a phone bracket mic, uh, mini tripod. So I'm guessing he's taught, I can't remember the the brand on that. So while we're on that through, uh, G23, the the podcasting setup, I think, is what Tim is talking about at uh, at Walmart. Do you have any experience with that? Um, if it's the ring. Set up. I I've looked into it, but I I haven't. And that one comes with a, a corded microphone, uh, either a circle or a square um, light, um, and the tripod stand. 
that like all works together. Um, but yeah, I, I have not tried tried it at all. Right, uh, Rogue. What about you? Um, no, it's funny because I'm like googling it on my other monitor here <laughs> to see if I can see see if I can find it. Um, no, I, I don't. Um, I don't see anything um, like that. But I'll, I'll tell you, if it's what I think it is, I think they're also available on eBay and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of those mini pod, uh, my podcast, mini tripods are kind of crappy. Um, and and realize that you know I, I've been doing videos and I've upgraded my my tripods and you know I'm starting to become a tripod snob. Um, they're great to start with, but you'll find uh, you'll you'll find their limitations and sometimes they don't uh, stay up and um, things like that. But you know you don't know until you get it, so it, it's not going to be completely a piece of junk, but. Um, if it doesn't cost a lot of money, I mean, having a cheap tripod is better than having no tripod. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any experience with it, but yeah, uh, I mean, just realize that you can get a cheap tripod on uh, Amazon for like 25 bucks too. That'll be a lot better than those like single pole ones. Yeah, I think the tripods I use, um, quite honestly, come from Walmart. It's the ONN. It's the big one. I think they're like 30 bucks or something like that. Those things are monsters. They're solid. Solid. I've got two of those that spend their life out on the range. Uh, and they look like crap. But uh, they're, they've, still, they've still held up. They still, the legs extend, the... The uh, head will crank up and still rotate and still do everything it needs to do. Uh, and I just leave them out there. Um, I got one kind of on the front side of the range and one kind of on the back side of the range. And then I don't have to tote tripods around nearly as much because I've got like, I've got a nice tripod. And so when I go places, I take it <laughs> primarily. Uh, and if I'm moving around here on the property or something like that, I, I, I'll use the nice one. But uh, if I'm filming on the range, yeah, the tripods are already there. Um, and so those have held up real well. As far as the kit that, that Tim Allen was talking about, I'm familiar with the kit. I can't think of the brand name. It's kind of like the Walmart's ONN. It's kind of their you know, private label brand thing. And I cannot for the life of me remember. I have no experience with it either, Tim. And the reason is, again, podcasting and TikToking and all that I have become vlogging. Uh, have become really popular, uh, you know, especially since um, last year, right? Uh, so I'm looking at it now. Here it is. The Bauer, B-O-W-E-R. That's the brand name I was looking at. The Brower Ultimate Vlogger Kit, probably, is what he's looking at. Um, I can tell you now that light, uh, just looking at this, uh, that tripod's going to be flimsy. The light is going to be uh virtually worthless uh just because of the type of light it is uh now that l bracket uh if that comes with it because i don't know that it does but i think it does uh is a pretty nice feature but other than the honestly other than maybe that l bracket so you've got a place to put accessories 
uh, and the actual camera, the phone mount itself. Um, I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would trust the other the other stuff. Um, and so for not much more than that forty bucks, you could probably hit up Amazon or eBay uh, and kind of build that out with better products because uh, that tripod looks plastic and i would definitely want something that small uh i would definitely want more metal i think in in mine and i could be wrong this like i said this is just uh just checking it i could almost guarantee you that the microphone that they're using is going to pick up every little aggravating noise possibly buzz from uh fluorescent lighting um and that's just my experience with with shotgun mics in general um i could i could recommend a great little shotgun mic uh the stuff from rode rode um typically if you're going to go microphone rode is going to be about the cheapest you can go and, and get anything quality when it comes to a microphone unfortunately um uh, if you're not going to do that you're just about as good just using the microphone on your phone itself right um you're not or just really, get a lav just get a lap mic a cheap lap mic or a ten dollar whatever lav mic or use again like we were talking about or use a an actual a ten dollar whatever it is um earbud with a microphone uh on there uh, I've used that on live streams before, walking around SHOT Show, walking around NRA, that sort of thing, just holding my phone in my hand. Um, and even that, I think, is going to be be better than that microphone. So, yeah, I'm not. I, it, it's it's a good price for the amount of things you get in that kit. Uh, I won't discount that. Um, un- what concerns me is going to be the quality of the things because it's such a good price for all of that stuff. It's going to be the quality and just looking at it. Um, yeah, stuff just doesn't look to be, be really good quality. Not if you, not if you're going to rely on it. Right. Um, yeah, Tim said he was mostly wanting it for the bracket and the microphone. Uh, and he was thinking about the cheap tripod as a hand, as a handheld. Yeah. As a handle or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be okay on that. Um, the microphone would concern me though, Tim. I would be concerned about the microphone for sure. Um, Nicola versus asking what kind of microphone uh, did I use it at Tulsa? So uh, yeah, we can answer that. I don't mind answering the nerd question. I think we're down kind of to the end of uh, uh, everything we were going to talk about tonight as far as the main topic here. Uh, and this still applies to an ex- extent. Uh, I've got a Sennheiser um Blink 500 is what I've got. Now, what that is, uh, is a wireless lav mic. So for those that don't know, a lav mic uh, is the one that you see clipped on somebody's lapel, right, or their tie. That's a lav mic. Uh, The one I've got is a two-microphone set that is wireless. Um, And I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, except for one small, small thing. And I think I, I think I, uh, I envy, I'm jealous of Rogue because of this. The mine, 
The only problem I've got with mine is I've got to be very careful to make sure that it's powered up and that everything's synced and it's on. Because the way you tell that is through these little LED lights that are on it. And they are hard to freaking see, especially if you're outdoors. It's hard to see those lights because they're blue on top of that. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to see that everything is synced up. Now, the new versions, newer versions, I should say, of the Blink 500 from, Sar from Sarmonic. The name of the company is Sarmonic. The uh, model is the Blink 500. The newer model of those have an LED readout on them. So much easier, in my opinion, it's much easier to see that they're powered up, they're synced, and all that stuff. But Rogue, since you use a similar set and everything, uh, you want to talk about that for a uh, Sure. Well, so first of all, I'm using it tonight. Um, when I'm on these podcasts, I'm, I'm actually using it. So it is the, the Blink 500 Pro, and they have the little LED. Uh, I'm hoping I don't accidentally mute myself as I'm playing around with it while I'm talking. Um, they do have a little LED screen, and what's nice about them is that he just muted himself. <laughs> Quit playing with it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I told you I was going to do it. I was afraid I was going to do it. But yeah, um, and yes, you can mute yourself by hitting the mute button, and the power button is also the mute button. Um, and you can see your battery strength. It only has uh, three bars for your battery. And it actually has, like on your cell phone, your little meter for your cell phone signal, it has a meter telling me how strong of a signal I have to the receiver. And the two of them talk oh, wow. back and forth. See, they don't, they don't have that on the older version. It's like everything is little lights, and all you really get is the power and the sync light. Yeah. And as I'm talking, there's a little um, wave that's going across that you can actually see that it's getting... Um, that oh, wow. you're actually talking like the um, ox or whatever, like the EQ yeah, type thing. The only problem with it is I, and I haven't taken this to the range yet. Um, I wish it would show us like when you're clipping, because, you know, we're going to get out to the range. You're going to start shooting a gun. I wish it would tell me if it's clipping. So that way I can see it right at the mic that you can adjust the mic on the unit. Um, so you can, you can adjust the gain up or down so you can you can start playing with that so you don't start clipping uh the other thing that's nice about it um i have the i have a two uh transmitter and one receiver set so i can give one to another person i think you have that with yours correct um, yeah the two set now yours is <laughs> yours has like a chargeable rechargeable docking station yes. doesn't it yeah, yeah. So, so my my base i can throw them in my base and they'll charge off the battery on the base um, but if for some reason I don't have the base with me, I can charge them off of a, uh, micro USB cable as well. Yeah. Just a power bank. Yeah. Just a power. Um, so yeah, I, I like, I like this thing. Uh, I like it a lot. Right. Um, I really want yeah. to upgrade to the set that you've got and I, and I will eventually, but as I've said well, several times on this stream, I'm frugal. And as long as what I've got is working, uh, but well, yeah, if anything ever happens to it or one of the mics quits or something like that, I will definitely be buying the, the pro version. I was, I, you know, I was cheap and I held off as long as possible and I almost bought yours and I had waited so long penny pinching that this one came out and I went, I'm spending money on it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to lie. If black Friday or a sale or something like that comes around, 
on You're the on the new one. Yeah, I will. I will get in it. And oh. I'll gift. I'll gift the one I've got to a, a, an aspiring podcaster creator out there or something. Right. Use it as a backup if nothing else. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely going to jump on if I can get a good deal because the Sarmonic stuff. Uh, and you know, I'm pretty sure between Snob and Noxious and and Sarge and some of the other folks out there that do create content, um, Sarmonic as a brand across the board. Uh, there's a lot of folks that use the gear from from Sarmonic. I would not be, I would not hesitate recommending uh, the products from that company. Same as I talked about with Sennheiser uh, and the headphones um, and and microphones as well. Sennheiser makes those too. Uh, Sarmonic seems to make some, some pretty good stuff for the money. It's not the cheapest stuff out there, but uh, but it's 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 a really good value, I think, for the money. All right, so we've uh, knocked that question out. I think let's uh, let's run this through the roof. Let's close this down. We're about an hour and a half in. That's uh, that's early. A lot of times for the studio. A lot of great questions. Thanks for that. Hopefully, we've helped folks out there with the um, the idea of live streaming and podcasting. And you know, if you want to get into that, we welcome you to uh, yeah, turn on the microphone, turn on the camera, get your voices heard um yeah i'm gonna get this thing cleaned up you guys are fairly clean on thursday nights you're not that messy but i still gotta sweep them up uh and everything before we close up the studio uh as always you don't have to go home but you can't stay here uh want to thank uh, ghost again for jumping in he had to bell on us early go check out ghost tactical of course all kinds of cool things going on over on his channel uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll start out with this final thoughts and, uh, plugs for your channel. Anything else you want to do? Uh, G23 started out. So, uh, again, I want to thank you and ghost tactical for, uh, putting the idea in my head to actually get up and, uh, start filming. And, uh, then it was Kingpin who, threw the link out saying, hey, come join on me, but that didn't get out, so I ended up doing it on my show. And uh, I run a live stream every Saturday evening, uh, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, and they run anywhere from 2 hours to 6 hours. Um, should have some video content coming out here in the next few days. So... I guess uh, keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Thanks for jumping in. G23. Rogue, you're up. You know, we always say turn on the camera, turn on the mic, start recording. Just remember the hardest step is the first one. Um, just, just take the step. Just jump. Don't worry about what your production quality is. Just learn. Getting better comes with time. My first video... Uh, I thought it was great. As I start going through my recent videos, I almost want to redo my first video, but um, I'm not going to because that's just kind of the history of the channel. Um, so just just start recording. Everything else will come along. If you need help, well, you got this podcast here on Thursday nights, and all of us will help you on the side anyway. If it's outside the podcast, so ask questions uh, and just. And just, you know, the steal from, from Nike, just do it. Uh, you can reach me on just about any social media platform. 
the Rogue Banshee, you know, YouTube here, the Rogue Banshee, or you can also visit me on my website. It's www.trb.fyi. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for jumping on, Rogue. As far as the channel here, uh, tomorrow is our usual day to drop a, uh, a YouTube hashtag shorts. We've been doing pretty well with uh, with those shorts lately. Uh, the interesting thing about the uh, the shorts, if you if you don't know, uh, is those seem to be picking up worldwide. So it's kind of it's really interesting. We talked about it on past studio episodes that it's really interesting to hear uh, perspectives and and things uh, on firearms from people in in various other countries and stuff. That's really cool because those shorts uh, seemingly go out to more people. Um, outside the United States and inside the United States for some reason. But it's a great big world, and uh, YouTube obviously is a worldwide platform, so that's all pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Sunday, of course, will be the, the normal the normal video drop that we have, so I invite you to uh, check out all that, of course. Uh, I'm keeping tabs. If you, if you didn't know, I've uh, been keeping tabs on the uh, movement uh, for constitutional carry here in texas doing live streams podcasts keeping people up to date that's one of the reasons i wanted to do this show uh is i want to with my coverage of that um you know i do that because i live in texas i know what's going on i know the political landscape i you know all of that kind of stuff right and so being somebody that creates content and uh, is on social media and all this other stuff uh, I do feel compelled to help get the information out. I mean, are there bigger names out there uh, that you can go to for your two A news or whatever? Well, sure, but those people are reading newsletters and bullet points from people that are reading newsletters and bullet points from people that are reading newsletters and bullet points from people, and they might not know those people on a personal level. They may not see those people on a regular basis. They may not know how the political makeup of that state is and various other things um, that do make a difference when you're covering stuff. So um, I thought, let's do a, let's do a, a studio where we talk about how to you know, live stream, how to podcast, some of the ins and outs. Uh, so particularly if you're in another state, and I don't really care, you're not competition for me. We're all one big family, even if you're in Texas and you want to kick it off and start doing it. But um, yeah, turn on the camera, get involved. It's a lot of fun. It's a great community. Uh, and you can, as we've talked about before, you can amplify that voice and you can reach out to more people and, and educate more people bring more people into the fold let them know what's going on uh it's really a it's really an awesome and exciting thing um so that the, the coverage will continue on that here and there uh until texas either gets constitutional carry or they squash it one of the two uh it's looking still looking promising at this point but uh we're going to continue to cover it try to keep everybody up to date we're in kind of a standstill uh stalemate if you will right now um that, um, you know, the House has voted a version, the Senate's voted a version. Now they've got to work out some reconcil reconciliation or reconcile the two together because obviously only one can go to the governor. The governor's on board, really no uh, uh, no concerns there with him, with him signing that legislation. So it's just a matter of procedurally, uh, can they get the two versions with the different amendments and stuff reconciled? And uh, we still got uh, about three weeks left in the session. I think they can do it. 
Uh, we've got some politicians down there, particularly that have sponsored the bill, written the bill and sponsored the bill uh, that are uh, pretty dedicated to the cause and getting it on the governor's desk. But uh, but like I said, right now, um, it's kind of up in the air. I've got some calls in uh, to a few politicians office. Uh, I've talked to them, uh, politicians down there in Austin. Uh, and they're supposed to be getting me some information and getting back with me. I don't know if that'll be tomorrow. I don't know if it'll be Monday, Tuesday, uh, or if they will ever get back with me, but I did call under the guise of media. Uh, and that's one of the things we have talked about before. Maybe we'll talk about it in the future on, on studio is that I am a member of the professional outdoor media association, as well as the Southeastern outdoor press association. So, uh, as far as media goes, uh, I'm not the mainstream media, the lamestream media, but uh, I am officially media, which is great because I can call the, the, the politicians from that perspective uh, and a lot of times get more information or get them to talk a little more than uh, sometimes just a random constituent may be able to uh, do. So hopefully they get me some information on these amendments and what the hangups are and some more of the details so I can get those reported. So that was a long way of saying more content on the channel uh it's late we're getting out of here on a thursday night thanks for joining thanks for all the questions remember if you're in replay first of all if you win an iron 40 minutes god bless you you're awesome uh be sure you comment down below wherever you're you're listening if that's the case uh we're out of here until next week gonna tell you this much uh yeah everybody out there stay nerdy bye